Welcome to another episode of Dallas versus Ryan. This week we have a jam-packed episode because we are doing our first, what I'm calling a long, long-term prediction, which I believe was our first ever long-term prediction, which was Survivor season four. If you don't count Rotten Tomatoes as one big long. I don't because it didn't. I got nothing for winning that. So You got the honor of being the first and only because you canceled that whole thing. <laughs> so you could just ride it out forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, So we're doing Survivor 44. Feels like 43 just ended and we're already having another season, but... Don't they do like two a year? They do, but it ended in like December and it's not even March yet. They probably skipped the summer, right? Because summer's yeah. dead. Yeah, I assume. So we're doing that. We're also going to do a normal short-term week-long, I guess you'd call it, prediction, which will be the Kids' Choice Awards. We also did that last year, I believe. We did. But it's going to be a little different this year. And a reminder, in our stupid point system, long-terms are worth three points, short-terms are worth two. So that's five-point swing. Of course, we won't know Survivor for another like two months. So, And we also have games. Our weekly competition was worth a point. Right. Which has helped keep me afloat this year so far. Yeah, I mean, you're in it. You're still in it. Yeah. All right. First, let's try to do an abbreviated pop culture news segment. And let me start. So just want to briefly touch on World Pride. It happens every two years or so, depending, where they basically pick a Pride Festival to designate World Pride. I think New York hosted it in 2019. Um, So it's just added on to their regular Pride and Sydney, Australia does their pride every Mardi Gras. It's like they do a big gay pride parade for Mardi Gras. They've been doing it for decades at this point. And that was World Pride this year. So it happened this past weekend. And I saw a video of, uh, they had a headliner each night. And I think Kelly Rowland was the headliner on Saturday from Destiny's Child. But I saw a video of her and two drag queens performers. One of them is a Beyonce impersonator. And the other one was doing Michelle Williams. But it was so weird because it's one member of Destiny's Child and two members or two people pretending to be the other members, (laughs) which I love. It was outside, obviously. It was packed and they were living for Kelly Rowland. Obviously, she's not Beyonce, but when you're gay and on drugs, I think anyone will do the trick as long as the music's good. That looked fun. I also want to talk about it because on one of our other podcasts, we talked about an Australian drag queen movie, so it's fitting. Uh, and then, let's see, a few movies. I didn't see Cocaine Bear, but I feel like I did because it's the only trailer I've been seeing for the last two weeks. Assuming they review it, decent. I'm assuming it, like, won the box office. What else is out? Or, I mean, Avatar just keeps winning and then well, not winning. Well, one, winning. in terms of newest release, I should say. But you don't have to look it up, Brian. I really don't care. <laughs> but I know you want. I did see, it was on, I think, like, uh, Twitter or something, that, like, the end credit was, like, Cocaine Bear will return. So I'm assuming... This is going to be... Cocaine Bear 2. Just a franchise. Great. So. Cool. And then an Oscar movie, Oscar-nominated movie that I tried to watch because it just got put on Paramount Plus is Babylon. It's the director from La La Land. I've seen this trailer 10,000 times because you yes. said it's Paramount. So I watch, I've been watching the show Ghosts on it, just binging through that with Haley. Mm-hmm. And it's every single time, like we pay for it. So there's no ads, but like when you launch a show or whatever, it gives you one ad up front yeah. and it's this fucking movie every single, there's nothing else. It's always this movie. Like, it's like, watch this fucking movie, watch it, just watch this movie. <laughs> every single episode, every single time it's this movie. Yeah. It stars Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt, I think. I think Toby Maguire's in it. I feel like we talked about this yeah. movie. I think we did because it we did, it was Rotten Tomatoes, wasn't it? Yeah, it came I mean, out. We talked, about, we talked about every single movie that came out last year. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> we did it for Rotten Tomatoes. It's funny. 
but uh, it's about like 1920s Hollywood. I watched the first five minutes and shut it off because uh, in the first five minutes, you get a scene with an elephant shitting and you like, you see it, you see the butthole open and the poop comes out. And that was a lot. And then you get to like, um, they're bringing this elephant to a big Hollywood rich person party. And then you immediately go from that to a scene in the mansion of a fat, naked old man lying on the floor. A beautiful young woman comes out in his room and proceeds to piss on him. And I said, nope, I'm good. <laughs> and shut it I mean, off. that sounds like something you'd be into, Dallas. <laughs> no. You get you get everything. You get a fat naked man. <laughs> oh, no, this and, guy, and no, your pee kink. Yeah. No. No, no pee no. fetish. When I'm watching porn and I'm horny, yeah, but not when I'm watching a movie. <laughs> no, it's just do it. And, and, and also, it's three hours long. Can we stop making movies three hours? Please, for the love of God. Is that... I'll agree with that. <laughs> oh, it's just not necessary. It's not. I'm sorry. That's all I want to talk about. I'm done. Okay, I, I have two things. One is actual entertainment news. So did you see at the, was it the SAG Awards, the Aubrey Plaza incident? Yeah, and I, I thought about looking into it because I just saw the headlines, which I don't believe. But... I mean... I have no idea why she said it, but it was like, it was F. Murray Abraham or whatever was giving a big, the speech for the group. Yes. And then he was like, stop war and Russia and Ukraine, something else. And then like praise, like I'm assuming, I think it's like the screen actually, it was like the union or whatever. But then it showed her in the background saying Jesus Christ. So yeah. I have no idea if it was something else in the, with the group or if it was his speech. I just thought that she was She's like an like anxious scowl face. I don't think. Yeah, but yeah, she said Jesus Christ. Like it's clearly she worded Jesus Christ. So I don't care about that. She looked amazing. That's all I know because I follow her on Instagram and her outfit was her and the cool. Jenna Ortega Wednesday the yeah. little thing wherever they were presenting was a fun little thing because they both have like that. I don't even know kind of asshole kind of who cares checked out. Well, the, well, it's Aubrey Plaza as a that's her shtick. Yeah, like and that's what rude. they're making Jenna Ortega is as Wednesday. I'm assuming her shtick is gonna be the same thing going forward. Is just yeah. Said them both out there and it was a fun little thing. That's all I saw from the SAG. I, think. I watched some acceptance speeches and everyone cried. Every single speech I watched, everybody cried. Jennifer Coolidge, Brendan Fraser, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, they all cried. Okay. The other thing I have, <coughs> this is a review slash initial thoughts on the newest limited edition Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi gross. gross, gross. Blech. So I found these today. I actually don't mind it, but it, it all depends if you like the taste of marshmallow because it does have, it has your normal Pepsi, but it has like a marshmallow kick. I would compare it to like a, a more flavorful, good or bad of like a vanilla cola. Yeah, I like vanilla cola. So if you like that flavor kick, then you might like it. But if you don't like your cola with a lot of like additional added fake flavoring, you're going to hate it. But I don't think you'd pick it up anyways. But it does it does have a marshmallow taste to it. And the can is cute. It is a cute little it's a cute can. Cute little can. But okay. I'm assuming that'll be available just for Easter time. Go get it now. Ugh. Take a break and start getting into the prediction portion of our podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. So last week we predicted the 50th annual Annie Awards, which is presented by ASIFA, which is the, an acronym for the Animation Guild, I guess. So it honors the best in animation for TV and movies on the year. So Ryan won because he had oh, the first yeah. pick and oh, yeah. picked Pinocchio. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he wins five to four. Don't, uh, don't, hey, don't just blame it on that. 
You knew I was going to no, pick I, Pinocchio. I you up. fucked up. You no, fucked I screwed up. up. I could have won. <laughs> yeah, I could have won. So it was five to four. I picked Turning Red with my last pick, and it won nothing. I could have taken Puss in Boots. You basically told me to take Puss in Boots. Yeah, because you said you cut out a lot of me complaining about. This. So I don't know what stayed and what stayed out. But I was like, just I shredded Turning Red. I'm like, I don't think anybody really actually liked this film. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't enjoy it. I let you know, like my family and all kind of stuff, they didn't enjoy this movie. And I'm like, I think if any movie is going to have a shot to win awards, it's going to be Puss in Boots. You're like, no, 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 Turning Red. It's going to be the Disney. It's going to be the first female, which that's not taking anything away from her from that. I just didn't think this movie was very good. I thought it was average. I didn't think it was like a terrible movie. I didn't think it was going to be like the Minions. I don't think the Minions was going to really win anything, but it was just filling a spot. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't, I just didn't think Turning Red was going to win really anything. But my strategy going in, and you, you like screwed my whole strategy up. Right away was I wanted to pick one and three well, so I can have Pin- yeah. Pinocchio with an Avatar. I was like, okay, I know Avatar is going to win this one fucking award. I didn't say anything during the podcast because I was already pissed off that you took it. That's and why then it, I took it, Ryan, because it's the only good one. So I wanted. Yeah, it. That's why I took it first. I, yeah, I needed it because like there was nothing else that I could really have. Even like the three, like the three pointers on the board, there was nothing. Like there was nothing because like Marcel, I wanted, but I believe that was four, and I couldn't fill a roster. I yeah, I so I had I was stuck with three and then ones, which is why I took Avatar because I knew you couldn't yeah. take Marcel anyway. So I was like, right, I'll just take Avatar for him. I was just hoping that Pinocchio would, and it didn't even win all of the awards, but I was just hopeful that it would win so many that you would have no shot with what you had, which proved to be the case based on what you picked. You could have won, I, but you yeah, just I fucked up. You got to <laughs> listen to me when I'm on my tangent on bashing something and really going pick this pick this because it usually turns out to be the case that you should pick that yeah oh well i watched this it started it <laughs> he told me 10 o'clock i'm like nope started at 10 o'clock eastern time and i'm like okay um and it was a it's one of these live stream deals it was not on tv it was not a tv production there's no commercials or anything it's an auditorium at ucla so it was it's like a pretty theater but it's just it's a bunch of people who are just not used to being in front of a camera. And you can tell just a lot of awkward people didn't want to talk, seemed uncomfortable. <laughs> There's a lot of that. It's mostly that. And it's funny because Pinocchio won an award early on, but Guillermo was not there or he was doing something else. <laughs> he wasn't even there. What a fucking loser. Come on. No, he, he showed up later, but he wasn't did there right away. No, he did. Uh, it's not even important to show up, right? No, not even important. And the other two... Like nominees that you know were part of the winning team got up there. I think it was music. I think it was music, and gig or something. And Guillermo wasn't there. And then one guy goes, "We thought we were meeting Guillermo up here." Um, and then they just paid in Philly. Was he taking thing. a shit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So that was funny. Then the president of ASIFA, the Animation Guild, it was very funny. His name was Frank Gladstone. He was this old man with a lot of energy, but not a lot of charisma. He goes, I'm happy to be here. And then no one reacted. (laughs) And then he started to squint and he's trying to read off some random award for some software or something. And he can't read the prompter. And oh, it was good. Um, and then they did a five minute video about the man who makes the actual Annie awards, um, but he couldn't be there. So he, instead he did a video acceptance speech and then his two sons came out and actually accepted the award, which was okay. We're giving an award to the person who makes the awards. I don't know why. Um, but okay. Uh, and then just, like I said, a lot of awkward people, um, and the way they did it, they had so many awards that they would do it by type. Cause it's like production design for TV, production design for movies, production design for whatever. 
Um, and they would have two presenters just do that. They would just stay there and keep giving out the awards. And they didn't know if the people were there. So they would announce the award and stand back and then wait to see if someone would show up <laughs> to the stage, which is always fun. And some presenters were doing weird character voices because, you know, animation. Uh, but the best part, and I'll, I'll be done for this, but I, I feel like it's a famous actor or an actor I've seen. It's this old actor. I don't know who he was. Came out with this guy, but they had masks. They had big luchador masks on, like scary, creepy luchador masks. And within like 10 seconds, the older guy rips his off. And I don't think it's a bit. I think he's actually pissed because he couldn't breathe. And they had to be up there for like half an hour doing all these words, like five awards. And then the other guy just awkwardly stays in the mask and you can't understand what he's saying because he's got a mask on and it's super tight on his, sorry, but he was a big guy and it was like tight on his face. And throughout the them presenting this, the older guy was just pissed off, like and cranky. One moment they gave an award for live action, but then they changed the category. We went from writing to like some other thing. And so he heard live action and was like, we already did this award. Did we already do this award? Like loud into the microphone. It was a shit show, but it was fun. It was fun to watch. Jenny Slate was the only kind of famous person, other Guillermo, but like actor wise. And her speeches were actually very good because she was like making fun of it in a funny way. She's actually had funny, you know, and comfortable in front of a microphone. That's all I'm I glad you watched it. I just, I was not 10 o'clock start time. Not, not happening for me. Well, when was that Saturday? I was at work until 10 o'clock. So I got home. I'm like, yeah, not, Ian hadn't gotten home yet. So yeah, might as well watch so, this. So, so if he was home, would you, would you have watched this? There's no way he's no. this, right? <laughs> no, he would pissed <laughs> and so pissed off he's in fact he got home at like 11 and he he looked at my computer and he goes god i feel like there's an award show every goddamn week <laughs> so we'll take a break and be back with survivor welcome back so this week we're doing our first long-term prediction on the year and it's one we did last year we did survivor season 43 and now we're doing Survivor Season 44, and we're doing it the exact same way as we did last year. Are we going to actually watch it? It's like I was watching it and you weren't, and then I'm like, I can't. Like When you were not watching <laughs> it, I'm like, I'm why, why am I watching this every week? I watched the last two episodes. Yeah, when it mattered. Only when it matters, you will. So it's it's, it's going to be hard for me. I, I can lie and say, yeah, I'll watch every episode, but I don't know. Probably not. Watch. If you can watch the Annie Awards, <laughs> you can watch this. Yeah, but that's a one-time thing. This is every week. Yeah, know. but it was probably four hours. You probably watched four hours of a fucking... It was... Oof. Yeah, it ended around one. So yeah, four hours. God, that is horrible. Ugh. But I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched it in an hour. But you, but you could just have Survivor on the back. I feel like it's one of those shows you kind of just can have in the background. You can be playing on your laptop, doing whatever around the house and just have it in the background. Yeah. Or I could just read Survivor Wiki and win like I did last year. So yeah, we'll see. So <laughs> I need and Vulture. Vulture. Yeah power rankings every week i think you need to just watch it in like one and a half speed find where you can watch it in one and a half speed and just blah, 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 do that well it's on paramount isn't it i can just watch it the yeah. next day that's what i do Skip I through it i watched one episode live i think the first episode and then i just watched it on paramount mm-hmm. okay Okay, so I'll go through. So we're each going to pick nine contestants. The points will be scored as follows. If they finish between 18th and 16th place, we get one point. 15th and 13th, two points. 12th, 10th, three points. 9 to 7th, four points. 6th to 4th, five points. 
and then the points start multiplying up. So we have, now we have third place is worth 10, second is worth 12, first place is worth 15. We have an elimination idol that we can play one time in the first five episodes prior to an episode. We can use the idol to predict an opponent's contestant we think will be eliminated. If we guess correctly, that contestant will receive zero points for the opposing team. We also have a player swap. So following the episode of the tribal merger, Dallas will choose one of my contestants to have on his team. And then I will choose one of his to have on his, on my team. And then the winner of will play, I don't know if it'll be this Wheel of Fortune. We'll have some kind of game that we'll play to be able to protect one of our contestants from being picked. The game, whatever game we play, will be played one time with the contestant answering the correct answer first, winning the challenge. So it'll just be dependent on the game. If so, maybe it'll be Wheel of Fortune, maybe something else. Elimination bonus reward, which I think we both had last year. If three contestants are eliminated consecutively from our teams, the opposing team will receive one point added to their total score. This can be done unlimited times throughout the season. So to protect that, we each have one immunity idol. So each player has one idol that they can play to disrupt a consecutive elimination streak. They must place it on their contestant they think will be eliminated prior to that episode. If guessed correctly, it will bring the opposing team's elimination streak back to zero. We also have Exile Island. So if one of us doesn't have one of the final five contestants, the other player will select one of their remaining contestants for them to have. This contestant will now count for the total score with 10 additional points being added if the contestant wins the entire game to the opposing team score. Whoever has the most points wins. Tiebreaker is whoever chooses the winner. I guess choose the winner or has them on the end of the game, I guess, because if we player swap, let's be. Yeah, whoever has the winner at the end. I did very little research, Dallas. Very little research this year. Less than I did last year, which was not a ton. I did what I did last year, which is make a point system based on... Uh, their occupation, age, what I perceive as their athletic ability based on their picture. Um, and if they're hot or not, that, that helped me last year. I picked all the hot guys and I won. Okay. So what I did is I went, I just Google searched this season and then I went on insidesurvivor.com and did their draft. They did a draft as a website and I'm going Mm. on who they think is. Well, that's probably smart, like smarter than what you did last year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I put in here. And you pick first, I guess, since. Yeah. Right. You picked first last time. So I'm picking first this time. That's just how we're going to do it. Okay. So with the first pick, I'm taking this person because I think I saw they were, were they in the NFL or were they in college football? What? There's an NFL guy. Yes. NFL. So I'm just going to take the NFL guy. Um, Brandon. So interesting thing. He on this website was picked last, I believe by a person and not like last overall but like second uh, to last overall and they said like he might make it to the merge but that like his body type hasn't worked in the past for people i guess bigger people don't last very long but they're muscular and stuff so. also he could be terrible at the social okay. aspects of the game we have no idea yeah <laughs> seems it's also hopefully he, like i i had never heard of this guy so ho- i'm assuming he'll lie and not say that he's a former nfl player because if yeah, that gets i don't out, think people I, know like automatic these people are gone yeah i don't think anyone he's not he wasn't his face team, so, so. No. And I don't know his name, so it's not like Jimmy. Okay. You, it's not like Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> We'd all recognize Jimmy. Johnson. Or when I watch, it was Matt Kemp, I believe, the baseball player. Mm. Not Matt Kemp. Oh my gosh, not Matt Kemp. Who is the oh, Jeff Kent? Jeff Kent. Jeff Kent was on the season. He was the second baseman of like the Dodgers for a while. He's a very like distinctive mustache. Okay, so my first pick was the first person taken in this draft, and it was Bruce Peralt. Are you marking these down? So we can, okay, you are. Yes, cool. I am. Um, so I didn't say his last name. It's Brandon Cotton. I want to say Cotton, but it's an M, not an N. Cotton. Okay. 
It's funny because I have their names here, but I don't remember who's who, like picture wise. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what I want to do. I thought I wrote down a who's hot. Shit, who's hot? Is it Matt? <laughs> I think it's who's Matt. Hot? Who's hot? Well, it's not him. He's like douchey. It's not Matt him. as the guy with the beard. Yeah, it's not him. No, 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 no. The no. chest hair? No, no, no. Wait, that's Matthew. There's a Matt and a Matthew. Okay. Matt is, he's got like oh. a lot of hair and glasses. He looks like he's like a Pacific Islander, right? Yeah. I, I was going to say Asian, but I'm not sure. So I don't want to say that. Um, I have no idea. I just go off my list, I guess. And I'll take Josh Wilder. My next pick is going to be Claire Rafson. I'll take Lauren Harp. I'm going to go with the lady with the cool tattoos. I'm going with Carolyn Wigger. Ooh, that's the hot guy. Yeah, he's a firefighter and he has tattoos too. Ooh, okay. I'll take Danny Massa. So now I'm going to go with Matthew Grinstead Male. Looks like about half the guys I've ever had sex with. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'll take Helen Lee. I know it's on the same team. I'm going to go with Yam Yam. I know I have a lot on the same team, but... I mean, we're picking nine, so three yeah. on the same team is... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Carson Garrett. Okay. I'm going to go with the other Matt, Matt Blankenship. I'm going to take Heidi Laguerre's Greenblatt. I'm going to go with Jamie Lynn Ruiz. Take Sarah Wade. I'm going to go with Maddie Pamela. Kane Fritzler. Last pick. Okay. So now I have Franny Marin. What do they call the last pick in the NFL draft? Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Mr. Yes. It's irrelevant. Which is funny because we we had a we had irrelevant Mr. Irrelevant last year. We had Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Really? Yeah. He's like the first successful one ever. Anything else you want to add to survivor predictions? Did we want to recap our teams? Are we? Yeah, we can. Okay. Okay. So my team is from the Ratu tribe: Brandon Cottom, Kane Fritzler, Lauren Harp from the Soka tribe, Heidi Laguerre's Greenblatt, Danny Massa. Josh Wilder, and from the Tika tribe, Carson Garrett, Helen Lee, and Sarah Wade. I just noticed that we all went, we went three, 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 which we did. Fun little thing. So from the Red Two, I have Matthew Greenstead, male, Maddie Pamela, and then Jamie Lynn Ruiz. From the Soka, I have Matt Blankchip, Franny Marin, and then Claire Rafson. From Tika, I have Yam Yam, Arocha, Aroka, Bruce Peralt, and then Carolyn Weiger. I hope this dumb Survivor website is good and not just a trash website. I mean, they don't have any inside information, so they're no, just but, guessing too. But the thing is, like, it, for them, I was basing on like that they'll at least have like the knowledge of Survivor that I don't have. I'm like, uh, hey, uh, from this person's promo and their background, will they be successful? And that's what I'm hoping on. Like, I have no idea, just like on my very limited Survivor knowledge on like what may, makes a successful person. Like, for the most, like, well, it it's seems all like people varied it, too. I mean, I know that's what's great about I, it. I think they know, like, based on personalities on, like, who's going to annoy the shit out of everyone after a little bit. Yeah. Like, I would always pick, like, the athletic people, but it seems like the athletic people don't really hold up very well. It's not. It's a part of it, but it's not the end-all be-all. I want to win this one, though. I want to win it. Uh, We'll see. So the first episode is literally tonight. So here you go. I will not be tuning in. Okay. He will. I don't think so. <laughs> the day after. The day after you'll tune in. No. Last time I had an idea that I was gonna wait so I could binge like three or four in a row, but then it became like, oh, I don't want to watch like five hours. You also like for you, like once you know who's eliminated, you're not gonna watch it. I just know you're not. You're not gonna care at all. You're gonna know and you're gonna have like the little clips on Twitter and you're gonna, that's good enough. Yeah. Well, and I I like to know because I like to update. I know you want to know right away. 
Yes, I do. That, that shit will be updated 1001 or whatever. <laughs> okay, let's take a break and be back with this week's short term prediction, which is the Kids' Choice Awards. Welcome back. So, this week we are predicting the 2023 Kids' Choice Awards, and Ryan came up with our format. Which you didn't want to do. Dallas didn't want to have a weekly prediction this week, but we did Kids' Choice Awards last year, and I wanted to do it again. This year, it will take place on March 4th at the Microsoft Theater in LA. It's going to be hosted by a person you know very well as a Detroit Lions fan. Nate Burleson is one of the hosts alongside Charlie D'Amelio. So a little different than last year. I think last year we might have drafted the categories we wanted. I forget how we exactly did it. I think I we just went through randomly like picked movies. categories. And... Was it? Okay. And then we each had different categories that we picked the winner. Because I kind of split it up differently this year. So there's different. Yes, you're more creative than I am. Yes. Okay. When it comes to this time. Okay. So for the first thing we're going to be predicting, there is going to be, there's some confirmed celebrities. So we have Aquafina, Wool Baby, Halle Berry, or Halle Bailey. Oh man. She's she's not not going to be there. I just like skipped right over that. Definitely not. I don't even know who Halle Bailey is. <laughs> it's Halle Bailey. Isn't that Chloe and Halle? Is she the one doing, is she Little Mermaid or is that Chloe? Oh, from the grown-ish people. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Melissa Chloe McCarthy. and Halle. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy, Mr. Beast, Chris Pine, Anthony Ramos, Ramos, Michelle Rodriguez, Seth Rogen, and that girl, Lay Lay. So, out of the people that I named, how many will be slimed? If you get the correct amount of these celebrities that are slimed, you get plus three your total score. If you're within one, you get plus one. If you're more than one away, it's minus one. And I think when we have our answers, we just do a three, two, one, and then we just shout it so that way we're not. Yeah. Just- I was going to say, how did. are we going to do that? Because you did the NASCAR thing where I just said my answer and you're, I'm copying it. Okay. I know. Let's not do that because that won't be fun. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, it? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Four. Five. Okay. <laughs> I'll write these down. Okay. All right. Okay. So we have two performers on the night that are confirmed. We have BB Rexa and Young Dylan. This one is going to be specifically for BB Rexa. What color outfit will she be wearing during her performance of, is it I'm Good, Blue, her big hit of last year, will be a primary color, a secondary color, black or white? Okay, Dallas. I've seen BB Rexa in concert. Why? She opened up for Jonas Brothers when I saw them. Ah, okay. She was good. She's good live. Mm, Okay. Okay, Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Primary. Black. Okay. <laughs> she seems to like to wear black. I, like I follow her on social stuff and she just seems like she wears black for a lot of her shows. Usually like a leathery type thing. I have no idea since the kid show if that she's going to pass on that, but. Well, what's her, did you, what did you say her song is called? Blue. Yeah. That's why I pick primary. <laughs> yeah. You think she's going to wear full on blue? Also, it gives me red and I feel like red is a popular performance color. She's going to wear bright red and sing about blue. <laughs> <laughs> Your way. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So this is, we're going to go to go into our more traditional style predictions. Mm-hmm. So for you, Dallas, we're going to have you do your favorite movie actor. So you're going to pick your top three with your first choice. If it, they win the award being worth three points, second is worth <laughs> two points. Third is one. If you get it wrong, it's minus one point. Okay. And I don't think I said BB Rex says worth two points, by the way. Okay. Um, are we going to, um... yep. So we have, we have All Dwayne right. Johnson as black Adam and black Adam. We have Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik and Sonic the Hedgehog. Chris Hemsworth as Thor and Thor Love and Thunder. Chris Pratt as Owen Grady in Jurassic World Dominion. Ryan Reynolds as Big Adam in The Adam Project. And Tom Cruise as Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell in Top Gun Maverick. All right. So this is an award show that 
claims to be voted by fans, right? Like kids. Yeah. But who knows? So clearly Tom Cruise, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like obviously, kids, are, kids are not voting for Tom Cruise. I, I know. Think, right? So it's just it's not it's based on the person, not the yeah. movie or the performance, right? It's the person. So I'm going I'm taking Dwayne Johnson for my first pick. Even though this is considered a massive bomb and exactly I don't and... care. <laughs> I don't think that matters. Okay. I don't think that matters. Uh God, and I don't I haven't done any research. I don't know who usually wins these. I didn't feel like researching this. Uh was the Adam Project like popular with kids? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know what this movie is. It was on one of the streaming services because it was the only thing I saw for a while on like HBO Max or whatever it was. Um, people like Jim Carrey, right? I don't know if kids know who Jim Carrey is. I just, you just got to go on Movie Star, I guess. So I go, I don't want to take Chris Pratt, but he's like everywhere. <laughs> so I guess I'll take Chris Pratt. Number two and number three. God, I could really get zero on this because I have no fucking idea. Well, there is, there is, there is no zero, by the way. It's if you get it wrong, it's minus one. Well, that's what I meant. I'll just go Chris Hemsworth three. Another shitty movie. All of them shitty movies. (laughs) So now I have a favorite movie actress. There is Millie Bobby Brown as Enola Holmes in Enola Holmes 2. Lapita Nyong'o as Nakia in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah Sanderson in Hocus Pocus 2. Natalie Portman as Jane Foster in Thor Love and Thunder. And is it Letitia Wright as Shuri in Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Okay. So my number one, I'm going to go with Millie Bobby Brown. Number two, I'm going to go with Lupita Nyong'o. And then number three, I'm going to go with Letitia Wright. I don't think Elizabeth Olsen is going to go to this thing. And I don't see Sarah Jessica Parker definitely not going to this. Natalie Portman's a wild card, but I just, once again, I just think this is kind of below these actresses. Just like Tom Cruise. I feel like even if Tom Cruise, he's not going to show up. They're not going to give him the award, even if he had the most votes. They're not going to be. The winner is Tom Cruise. He's not here. Like, this is a kid's have fun show. The award doesn't matter. That makes me think Ryan Reynolds has a chance because I feel like he likes to do this kind of stuff. Yes, I feel like he does. <sighs> I fucked he'd up. Be the guy that, he'd be the guy that loved to be slimed. Yes, I fucked up. So I went with the younger people. I mean, Lapita, I think, is like in her 30s or whatever, early 40s or whatever age she is, but I just don't see Elizabeth Olsen being there. So who? You went Millie and then who? Millie, then Lapita, and then okay, Leticia. Okay. Okay. So now we have, going back to Dallas, we have favorite female TV star for a kid's program. Same thing, pick top three, and then the points to the exact same. So we have, I don't even know how to say this person's name, Emojin Cohen. Imogen. Imogen. Yeah. Zena from The Fairly Odd Parents, Fairly Otter. Audrey Grace Marshall as Vivian Turner from The Fairly Odd Parents, Fairly Otter. Olivia Rodrigo as Nini in High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Raven Simone as Raven Baxter in Raven's Home. That Girl Lele as Lele in That Girl Lele. <laughs> Sophia Wiley as Gina in High School Musical, The Musical, The the series okay so i'm just gonna go one olivia rodrigo i think she won last year if i remember probably, probably a safe choice yeah she's famous uh two that girl lele because she's there don't know who she is or what that is but she's there uh and then do it do it come on give it to the nostalgia pick give no because she's not gonna win I want to. The, the problem I have is this is a Nickelodeon thing. So I, I'm tempted to go with one of the Fairly Odd Parents people because it's Nickelodeon. Do it then. I, but I don't know who they are. And I don't know who's who. So I, I watched the first episode of this probably four months ago. Yeah. How was it? Horrible. It looks bad. This is the live action with the animated. Yep. Really bad. It was bad. Uh, 
think it got canceled. I believe it got um, canceled. That's that's and potentially removed. This might be re- where it was canceled and removed off Paramount. This might be one of those where it was just completely wiped off Paramount forever. Well, then it's not going to win, is it? So I'll just go Raven <laughs> for Raven's Home, which is a Disney show, so it's not going to fucking she's not going to win. But she could be there though. She seems like where it would be the draws and the parents, and then she gets just destroyed with slime. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be pissed at myself, though, if she does win and you get a point from that. And I swayed you to not pick these fairly appearance people. Okay. <laughs> so now I have a favorite male TV star in a kid's program. Joshua Bassett as Ricky in High School Musical, the musical, the series. I have Young Dylan as Young Dylan and Tyler Perry's Young Dylan. Israel Johnson as Noah Lambert and Bunked. Brady Noon as Evan Morrow in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Wolfgang Schaefer as Lincoln Loud in The Really Loud House. And then Tyler, how would you say that one, Dallas? Oh, God. Vladis. Vladis. I don't have no idea. Maybe it's Vladis. Maybe the W comes a V. with the WL. We'll go with that as Roy in the Fairly Odd Parents, Fairly Odder. So since young Dylan is performing, I'm going to go with young Dylan as my number one (laughs) choice. I really don't know these other shows. I know the high school musical ones, but I don't feel like it's going to win. You know Mighty Ducks. Didn't you say you liked Mighty Ducks? I I, but I don't think like once again this is the Disney thing. I don't think the show is big enough on Disney Plus that I don't think people are voting for this. Right. What is this really the really loud house? No, absolutely really no idea. Loud house. This is a Nickelodeon show. Is it? It's a Nickelodeon show. Mm. We're gonna go with Wolfgang Schaefer, my number two pick. And then we're gonna go with let's see what the show is. We'll see what Bunked is. Bunked. This is a Disney Channel show, but do I have more faith in this? Man, this is where I could get negative one. This is a spinoff of the one show that I think I was. Is this a spinoff of Jesse? It is a spinoff of Jesse. It's been on the air for 500 years. It's been on the air since 2015. I don't know if you remember Jesse. You remember Jesse from Disney Channel? I know the name. I don't know what it was. It starred. What is her name? Debbie Ryan. Off of Sweet Life on Deck. Yep. Yep. So this is like really going back to this. This is like a connection to our childhood, kind of. I was older, but like I was too old. I mean, Sweet Life, the original one, that had to be like 2005 or six. Oh, I watched that, the original Sweet Life. Yeah. But so we have we have that connection all the way through to this show. We're gonna go with this individual just for that reason alone. We're gonna go with Israel Johnson from Bunked. Okay. So now I have a different set of questions. These are risk it bonus points. You do not have to participate in any of these, or you can participate in all of them. But each is worth one point if you get it right and minus one if you get it wrong. So the first one is Stranger Things is nominated for the most awards on the night with six. So this is including just any category it's nominated for. I'm assuming it's also actor or actress. But out of those six, how many does it win? Dallas, do you want to partake in this? No. Okay. Let's get ballsy. I'm going to I'm gonna say yes. I'm going to partake. I'm going to go. It wins three. That, the odds are so bad. Oh, right? I, oh, oh I know. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because. It's only minus one point. It'd be the whole thing. That's fine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> These are also fun. I just wanted to do fun ones. Here we go. They are fun, but not worth it. So does the Detroit Lions social media team retweet slash share anything on any of their social media pages? So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, any of them, YouTube, about Nate Burleson being one of the hosts. So this is the day of. So that day of, do they retweet anything about him being a host? It must be posted by the end of that night. So the day starts to the end of the night. Does any of the Lions social media pages, do they post something about former Detroit Lions wide receiver Nate Burleson being the host? Post, retweet, it can be anything. (laughs) They just have to, they have to just say something. (laughs) So are you going to participate in this one, Dallas? Yes, and I'll say no. 
Okay. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I feel like this is on TikTok. They're going to do something. They're very active on TikTok. Okay. There we go. The final possible point of the night. Does anything that The Rock, so Dwayne Johnson, or a project that he's in or was in, win an award on the night? So this is either himself being nominated, Black Adam in general, DC Super Pets is also nominated, who he's a voice of, or Young Rock, the TV show. Or if anything I missed, I believe that's it. He's kind of covered everywhere. Dallas, are you partaking in this one? You've already said The Rock's going to win, so... Yeah, so I'm not doubling down. No, I'm not doubling down. No, I'm not going to be participating. Okay. I'm going to participate in this one as well. (laughs) I'm going to say he wins something. He's nominated for so many fucking categories. It's ridiculous. And he's the rock. I mean, Black Adam, DC Super Pets, Young Rock. He's literally, he's just across the board. I feel like something is going to win an award. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest slam dunk of these three, but I don't want to risk. I already had, no, I'm good. I love that you're so scared by your one fuck up potentially with Ryan Reynolds. You're just like, I gotta make sure <laughs> I can't get a zero and then also get minus three or minus one and then get minus yes. three here. That's all I had for the 2023 Kids Choice Awards. Like last year, I'll probably tune in for about five minutes and tune right out. It's not for me at all. This is painful. And then, oh, the last thing I have is a tiebreaker. So Mm. the tiebreaker we did last year as well, and you won the tiebreaker. It was how quickly does someone get slimed? I feel like it was like five minutes last year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this one we're going to have to, mm, this is going to be tough. How about I write mine in the doc? And you'll see that it was there. And then you just say yours. So I'll write mine right now. Don't look at the doc. And then you can just say yours. Say mine now. One second now. Now you can say yours. I have mine. It's in the doc. 747. Okay. I went with four minutes and 12 seconds. So this is just whoever's closer. There's no prices right rules unless it's exactly even. And then it'll be prices right rules. But we have to be exactly tied. So that is it. Anything else to add, Dallas? Nope. Okay. You did put together a game related to Nickelodeon or Nick at Night. So I'm curious to see what we are doing this week. Welcome back. So for this week's game, we are going to be going off of a Wikipedia list of the most watched premieres on Nickelodeon. So I went to this page and tried to not see, like, I wanted to know how many were on the list. So I tried to like put my hand in front of my face to not see the list, Um, but I did see number one. So number one will not be able to be picked (laughs) because I know what it is. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if I would have pulled it out. It makes sense, but I don't know if I would have guessed it. It's the Rugrats all grown up spinoff, which makes sense. So this is, this is not on this page, right? The one I'm on? Nope. The page you're on is just every show ever on Nickelodeon, (laughs) like Nickelodeon original programming. So it's not show, you know, it's, so it's season or series premieres of Nickelodeon original shows throughout its history. Okay. Um, And like I said, there's 42 on the list. So how we're doing it is we're just going to pick five. We'll take turns. It'll just be a regular draft. And we get a point for each show we get on the list. And then if we and tie. Bi- and how big is this list? It's 42. 40, so the 42 biggest premieres. Yes. Okay. Um, and obviously if we tie, it's just whoever has the highest on okay. the list. Okay. So this is going to be a lot of just like trying to remember shows too, because there's so many. Can I shows. pick first? That's fine. Okay. Okay. Can I go then? Sure. Okay. I'm going to go with Jimmy Neutron. Mm. It followed a movie. I feel like it was very hyped up. This is one of those rare ones where it was the show that followed the movie. It wasn't the reverse where it was a long running show that had a movie after it. Right. I'm going to go with (laughs) 
this might be a huge <laughs> miss, but um, it popped in my head. Yeah, I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, I'm going to go with As Told by Ginger. Okay. I remember watching that premiere for some reason. So I don't know if it was a big deal or not, but I just remember watching it. So so this is this is anything. This is not just cartoons, right? It's no, anything. and that's the thing. In the 90s, it was more live action stuff, and that became cartoons. But I only know the cartoons. But yeah, it's everything. Game shows, cartoons, yeah. live action stuff. Okay. I'm going to go with, this is a spinoff. We're going to go with Keenan and Kel. That's a good one. Uh, it's a enough of all of that, which was very popular. Yes. Um, I'm just going to go with, again, my gut. I don't know if this was a big deal when it came out, but it's become its biggest show. And that's SpongeBob. I, I feel like that was just kind of crapped out, but maybe I'm probably premiere wise, but I don't know. Okay. So now I'm going to also do another spinoff of all that. We're going to go with the Amanda show. Yes. That's a good idea. I'm thinking of shows like, cause like these also premiered at nighttime versus cartoons. They could have premiered at like five o'clock or six o'clock. <sighs> yeah. 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 Also, I have no idea about like new stuff. Anything in the last yeah. 15 years. I don't. Oh yeah. I have idea. no idea. Which is going to be, yeah. Could all be in the top. Yeah. Um, I don't know about morning stuff. I don't think morning stuff would be. Was Doug a Nickelodeon original? I think it was. It was. It was. And then it was bought by Disney partway through. It was so, one of the rare flips. So it was Rocco. I can't remember if, I know this has become a cult classic, but I feel like I remember the premiere being a big deal. So I'm going to go with, I think I'm totally off, but whatever. Invader Zim. That show bombed. So we'll see. It didn't bomb. It was a big deal when I watched it. But it was a cult show. I think this show lasted one or two seasons. I feel like the first episode people watched it and then they stopped watching. Okay. So, man, I just want to pick all of like my nostalgic picks. (laughs) Okay. Oh, oh, I have a good one. Oh, shit. Don't take it. (laughs) I have a good one. I think. Okay. I'm going to go with one that I think just because of who stars in it being the famous sister, I'm going Zoe 101. Oh, I thought you were going to take mine and you didn't. Okay. That's probably right. Uh, I'm going to go. Also getting a reboot, which are, which is weird. Yeah. I'm not into that. That was such a weird show on Nickelodeon at the time. It was so weird the way it was was like single cam and it was weird. Um, I'm going with the famous sister in terms of the character and it was a spinoff and it's iCarly. Okay. Now I'm going to do the show that I grew up on watching all the time. And I think it also really introduced the slime into Nickelodeon. Uh, I'm going to go figure it out. That's a good one. I, that came in my head, but I couldn't remember what it was called. I just noticed the the summer Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. And all the fame, Amanda was on there. There was a lot of famous people, Keenan and Kel. So we probably did really bad. It's probably all these fucking new cartoons. Probably. What was the Victoria spinoff with Ariana Grande? Cat and something. Sam and Cat. I think that's what it's called. I'll go with that. Also, a show that lasted like one or two seasons was canceled. Yeah, but Ariana Grande was famous. At this time, I don't know if she really was. I I think she was. was. I think she had music. <laughs> I'm also hoping that like some older shows so people are still watching TV live. Because I don't think anybody's watching this shit now really live. No, that's true. All right, are you ready for the verdict? Yeah. Okay, so this is fun. This is fun. Okay, so here's how they did this list, which I didn't know because they want to look at it. Yeah. Which is gonna change what we did. <laughs> okay, good. Great. <laughs> but I mean it's gonna change in terms of okay, here's the deal. Oh, I almost picked that show. Shit. So this is, <laughs> we're keeping this as the game, even though it's not series premieres, it's season premieres. So a show can be on it multiple times. 
Okay. I think we're just locked into these picks, Dallas. I'm That's fine. That. Okay. That's fine. So let's go. And in fact, I was, it's number one, all grown up. I just saw the all grown up thing and assumed that was the premiere of yeah. the all grown up. It's actually the, it was the technical pilot, which was a part of Rugrats. And then they turned it into a spinoff. I love that we predicted something for something else. I know. Completely different. Whatever. It's still fun. It still works. A lot of our yeah. picks are on here. Okay. Number two is an iCarly episode. And it's on here a lot. <laughs> so this is not premieres. This is just any episode ever. So iCarly's on there. So you get that one, right? Correct. Uh, the next show is The Fairly Odd Parents. None of us took that. Okay. Uh, the next show after that is SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. So I also get that. Uh, next show after that is Drake and Josh. They just took that. Then we have the Kids Choice Awards, which they're counting as a premiere, but that's okay. not that's not a premiere. But okay. Okay. Uh, after that, we have <laughs> a Nick original movie, which again, I guess it's the first time it's airing, so that's technically yeah. a premiere. It's Fred the movie. <laughs> okay. Do you know Fred? I do. Yeah. Oh God. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Let's forget about Fred. Um, it's a lot of iCarly. Lots of iCarly. Uh, then we have Zoe 101. Woo! Finally on the board. So you on the board. And we have Big Time Rush. Okay. And uh, one I almost took. The Penguins of Madagascar. Almost took that. Then we have Victorious. So I should have okay. went with Victorious and not Sammy Cat. Uh, and that is it. Okay. So you win. Two to one. <laughs> So it didn't quite turn out the way I wanted it to, but I mean, you still win. Like I would have. So if you would have just done a season premiere, of course, oh, it would have changed our picks completely. SpongeBob goes one. It would have changed our picks completely. <laughs> Rugrats would have been on there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I should have so, read the top part. I didn't. <laughs> I love it. I just assumed premiere meant series premiere. You know, because I, mean? I would have. I would have not done my. I would have not done. <laughs> well, Jimmy I Neutron. wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have done Jimmy Neutron. I wouldn't have done like any of my shows really. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have done Zoe 101 either, but it's no. the point that you got. No, but I would have won SpongeBob. I would have went Fairly Odd Parent. I would have won all the big cartoons because they would have, they're so. Yes, the cartoons. Because they built up, like, I would have figured that, cause, like, I know Fairly Odd Parents, its initial episode was just like in a, a nothing, whatever. A lot of these are just in the nothing, yeah, whatever. The only Fairly Odd Parents one is from like season six. Yeah, so that like that would have changed the whole game. Not, <laughs> I'm not picking these. I'm picking the, the staple cartoons. I just figured those were just like shot out at like a Saturday morning or like Saturday at four or whatever. That's like when that crap premieres. Yeah. But if it's SpongeBob season ten, I'm gonna. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. Now you're up ten to four. I am up ten to four. Highly questionable. You're yeah. being very highly questionable this year, Dallas. I didn't do that on purpose. I just can't. Let you make anything <laughs> you make it you'll find loopholes sorry ryan we've already predicted this whole thing but it's completely wrong do you want to redraft no i don't i'm not i don't feel like wasting our time congratulations on your point Dallas. all right so next week we will have a similar format because we are once again doing two predictions for our for our long-term prediction we'll be doing the world baseball classic and for our short-term prediction, we will not be doing the Academy Awards. Instead, we will be doing their counterpart that is not related to the Academy Awards in any way, but it's the opposite. It's the Razzies. The, yeah, I thought that would be fun. I believe it's the 43rd annual Golden Raspberry Awards honoring the worst if, if in film. And I'm going to do a competition that's based on the actual fruit raspberry. Sure, please do. 
you get to make the game this time. It's kind of rig it. Sure. I don't who cares. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Why not? But the reason we're skipping the Oscars this year is because on Monday, it's coming Monday, we will have a bonus episode that will not include Ryan. It will just be me and my friend Mark. And in this feed from last year is me and Mark talking about the four acting categories and best picture last year. So we're gonna do the same thing this year. We're just gonna we're not gonna be predicting, we're just gonna be talking about the nominees. Okay. I'm too dumb. I'm not able to talk about smart movies. I can talk about the dumb movies, though. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that would be fitting. (laughs) Okay, so until next time, goodbye. Bye, guys. Dallas vs. Ryan is a part of the Unlikely Alliance Network. Links to all of our content can be found by going to theunlikelyalliance.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DallasRyanPod. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars only, please, and thank you for listening.